This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. The content found on TheBestDayEver.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information. Hello everyone, this is your Solution Gothier, and we are going to kick off our first monthly interview with Truth Calkins. Truth Calkins is a Chinese herbal expert, and we're going to pull the questions from the Ask About Chinese Herb Forum, and we're going to pose these questions to Truth. He's going to give us his experience and insights into the world of Chinese herbalism, also Amazonian herbalism and Ayurvedic herbalism, as well as any other health issues that people want to ask Truth. So this is really exciting for us to have Truth visiting us every month now, doing monthly interviews, and we'll see how this goes. So, Truth, we're going to kick it off with the first question. Dear Truth, I recently read that red reishi mushroom, especially the alcohol extraction, can have some very anti-androgenic effects that can lead to lowering of one's testosterone levels up to 80%. And he cites a study that says red reishi is supposed to be the mushroom with the greatest anti-androgenic activity. A methanol extract from Ganoderma lucidum has been found to decrease testosterone to DHT conversion by up to 80% in a 2005 study by Fujita et al. So he'd like to get some feedback on that statement from the study that says that reishi mushroom decreases testosterone to DHT conversion by up to 80%. And I think he's looking at this as a reduction in testosterone production. Well, the last statement, Lucian, something that decreases the conversion of testosterone to DHT is beneficial because dehydrotestosterone is the bad stuff. Anything that stops your good testosterone converting over to DHT, dehydrotestosterone, that's the bad testosterone that can lead to, to prostate problems and hair loss and kind of, which goes up in men as they age. Um, good jing herbs that can boost testosterone. You want to check that out with your research. You want to make sure they don't, they're not known to boost DHT. Like, like tribulus is a famous herb that are boosting testosterone. And really in most men, it doesn't boost the DHT. So it's not going to increase your hair loss. In fact, I've even found some research indicating uh, a few guys who took a lot of tribulus that actually had increased hair growth. So he, he might have that backwards. Um, but if I'm wrong and if there is some, research that shows that reishi can lower good testosterone in men, I'd be very surprised. Um, and I, it would be a very small amount. I'd like to see that study or I'd like to see more done because it's such a, an adaptogen. It's such a perfect balancer that that's rare to happen. Now, the other thing that I do want to point out is that this person mentioned this about reishi that's in an alcohol extract. And you have to be careful with alcohol extracts. There's a lot of people today with the viral loads and the fungus in their body and candida that the alcohol extracts can really trigger a lot of other problems. There can be people with uh, weaker nerve fibers in their brain. They're predisposed to neuralgia and other things, and the alcohol can really damage neurons in the brain. It can cause liver problems. Um, it can kill brain cells. Just, you know, if you're really healthy, 
you know, a little bit of alcohol is probably going to be fine uh, occasionally or even regularly. But uh, there is a little research showing the absorption because things in alcohol absorb well in the body. That's the plus side of alcohol. And certain people with certain certain particular liver complications get a slight boost of the benefit from reishi in an alcohol form as far as the way it can absorb in the liver and do some of its benefits. But I think the other side effects of alcohol shows that it's not worth it because, you know, if you're a healthy person, you're not going to have liver complications. So then, you know, you're not going to go for that anyway. So I just watch alcohol extracts in general, but I very much doubt reishi is doing that. I think what he's talking about, if you look at, testosterone to dehydrotestosterone, that's a beneficial effect. And Truth, what exactly is DHT? What is it that makes it the bad testosterone? Dehydrotestosterone is what it stands for. It is the prevalent form of testosterone in all male testosterone disorders that are degenerative aging, from prostate cancer to to um, hair loss to loss of libido. You know, it's the DHT goes up, the good testosterone goes down, their estrogen goes up. You gain fat around the middle, you lose hair on your head, and you gain hair on your body, and it's just part of aging. So anything you can do to keep the DHT low, and certain supplements that boost testosterone, you kind of want to do your double research on it and make sure it's not also boosting DHT. It's not Because some things that increase testosterone can just increase DHT levels, like men taking testosterone as a synthetic hormone, exogenously, externally that a lot of times their DHT levels go up. And, you know, because the body doesn't know what to do with this really high-level testosterone that came into its system so quick, it'll just start to spill and convert it over into other things. And one of the things it'll convert it over to is to DHT. It'll also convert some to estrogen. That's why hormones are so tricky and they're so magical and they're so symphonic that you really want to work as naturally and organically as possible with hormones, in my opinion. The more I learn and the more experience I get, don't be so quick to jump into artificially boosting a hormone externally by, you know, to clinging the body and allow the communication of hormones to work naturally once the disruptors are down and the toxins and to boost your, your jing naturally through certain types of exercises, be it Eastern, be it Western. From weight training to to the five Tibetan rites is Tibetan Kundalini yoga. It boosts the glands and the chakras to the right essential fatty acids in your diet, to the right minerals that help, and in, in, in the right ratios, to the right sleep, to any PTSD like stress response in the nervous system or the brain or traumas to heal and clear those. So the nervous system rest balance. You go all the way down to deep sleep and you create your hormones through the master glands in the brain, you cascade the body, and then. The secret weapon is to get into Jing tonic herbs from the Taoist school, of prenatal school of Taoist tonic herbalism and learn how to foster and build that energy. And then you're going to increase the growth and production of all this stuff. And it's, it's amazing. I think so many people, even at ages beyond what they think is socially or, or, or in our modern society, not normally acceptable to be able to bring back your hormones on your own. I think you can. So essentially, DHT is like a bad estrogen. It's the equivalent of a bad estrogen in terms of testosterone. Yeah, DHT is the bad testosterone, and testosterone is the good testosterone. And then out of testosterone in a blood panel, there's free testosterone and there's total testosterone. Total testosterone is the overall 
testosterone in the body, but it's, it's the free testosterone that is really the gene on demand that's ready and available to be used by the body immediately. That's what gives you that immediate strength and energy. So some people can have pretty decent total testosterone, but their free testosterone levels are very, very low. And that means that sex hormone binding globulin, SHBT, is too high. And that's binding up to all their testosterone. So only a very minuscule amount is actually free and available. Even in a healthy person, there's only a moderate amount that's only free and available. But the difference between a moderate amount and a minuscule amount is a big difference in the overall vitality, strength, and feeling and manliness that a, that a man will have. So that's why you always want to measure total testosterone, free testosterone, sex hormone binding globulin, DHT, dehydrotestosterone, the bad testosterone. And, and, and not, and, and you're, so, you're supposed to have a little bit of DHT. It's, it's a balance and everything. You're supposed to have some DHT. And it's at a normal level, it's normal to have some. But when you start making more, then we notice that men are losing hair and they're getting prostate problems and they're, and in conjunction with that, their estrogen is usually going up too from other pathways, but they're just things that they're just patterns that you tend to see. This program was brought to you by thebestdayever.com. Thanks for listening.